Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. I'm Brandon McGare, a sports writer with the Pawtucket Times Woonsocket Call. Happy to be joined on this Tuesday afternoon by Doug Edder, the one of the newest additions to the Brian Bulldog roster. You might have heard him quite a bit during the NCAA tournament with St. Peter's. He's coming to Swiftfield next year. He's also bringing his trademark mustache with him and a lot of other things. Doug, first of all, thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. Well, uh, you know, we can go in a million different directions to you, Doug, but uh, I think we should, before we get into the reason why you came to Bryant, I think we should look back at your memorable junior season at St. Peter's and what a great one was, especially during the NCAA tournament. You know, people heard about you and your squad throughout, but I think people don't realize that you came off the bench, you know, the vast majority of the season. You started the first seven games for St. Peter's, including a game here at Providence College. What was that decision like with Coach Sheen Holloway to have you come off the bench, and how much did you embrace that role as like a you know spark plug? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it started working for us. I started coming off the bench and uh, started helping our team win. And uh, for me personally, I'm willing to do whatever whatever it takes to to get a win. So if that means uh, starting a lineup and having me come off the bench, that's perfectly fine. Uh, I accepted the role. I embraced it. Uh, I, it was nice coming off uh, coming off the bench to give our team a spark uh, when we needed it. So, I mean, it, it was a coach decision. Uh, I think it was uh, the right decision too. I mean, it, it got us this far. So, that's it. You can't argue with it. At the end of the day, the results were certainly there. Um, exactly. How much was your confidence going to the NCAA tournament? You know, you know, sky high. And I go back to your championship game in the MAC MAC championship game against Monmouth. 20 points. How much did that really give you the confidence going to the NCAA tournament looking back? Yeah, uh, it gave myself confidence and it, it gave our whole team confidence. Uh, that was a huge win. Monmouth is a great uh, school. Uh, they have a great team, great coach, great program. Uh, it was a it was a tough game the whole the whole game. And uh, I feel like my team uh, came really came together and uh, we wanted it so bad. So we knew it was at stake and we just left it all on the court. And after well, we won that game. It was just an amazing feeling. Uh, it was just so real. Like with everybody, we're all celebrating and stuff. But in the in the back of our heads, we knew like we're going to the tournament now. Like we're it's time to like lock in and uh, focus for for the next game. And you guys were certainly locked in. You know, Giant Killers, Kentucky, Murray State, Purdue. You know, go back to that Kentucky game. I remember being up in Buffalo with PC during the NCAA tournament. We were out. I think that was St. Patrick's night, and you guys, you know. You stayed with them. How much is that just, you know, staying with them and then making your move like you did in overtime? You know, just go back to the whole dynamic of the game, the ebbs and flows, the emotions of what you guys were going through. I think you were down, right, like your lace, you had to force overtime, and then you guys kind of took control, especially getting to the free throw line in that overtime period against Kentucky. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it was a crazy game. Uh, we knew we knew Kentucky. Everybody knows Kentucky, uh, an outstanding program, uh, a lot of big-time players over there. But uh, our whole preparation – for, the, for uh, playing against that team was uh, don't worry about the name on the jersey, just play your game, uh, do what we have to do, and try to get the job done. So we went out there, first couple minutes go by, uh, we were going back and forth, and we knew from the first time out, like, we we're like, okay, like, we can play with them. Like, we're good. It's not, it's, it's not as bad as we thought, like, it could have been. So we got out there, we gained a lot of confidence. Our coach did a great job of getting us in timeouts and calming us down and saying, like, you guys are good, like, you guys deserve this. You guys worked so hard all season to get to get to this moment. So uh, just go out there and, and go take it. So the whole game, we're going back and forth. It was really a dog fight. 
up until the end. We go into overtime. And uh, I mean, it was just a crazy game uh, the whole the whole time. I, I was so like locked in from uh, the jump ball all the way to the last buzzer. But uh, I mean, it, it was just an amazing game. And uh, it, fortunately for us, we got the win and we were able to move on to the next round. You, you get Murray State. And then if I'm correct me or wrong, the regionals were in Philadelphia. Yeah. And, you know, you got not too far from St. Peter's. And that's when St. Peter's fever really took a big hold that week. But also, too, I give you guys a lot of credit because that was the time when Kevin Willard left Seton Hall to go to Maryland. There was a lot of talk around Coach Holloway leaving. How much did you guys really kind of block out that noise and just focus on the task at hand? And that was try to get as far as you can in this, this NCAA tournament. Yeah, well, uh, th that was the thing. There was a going to March Madness. There's a lot of media, a lot of interviews, everything. There's a, a lot of publicity, but uh, we all had to just lock in and, and focus on what's important. And the only thing that was important at that moment was uh, preparing for the next game and trying to get a win and keep advancing. So I feel like uh, my team, uh, my teammates, my coaches, everybody did a great job of blocking out all the noise and just focusing on the one goal. And that was to win. And then you get by Purdue and then then you get to North Carolina and, you know, but just, you know, you obviously the dream to get to the final four, you guys were 40 minutes away. Just how tough was it at the end to digest, you know, you guys came so close to being one of those teams to get to the final four, that really Holy Grail, that real Holy Grail in college basketball. Yeah, no, uh, that, that was a, that was a tough game for us. Um, they jumped on us early and it, it was hard to answer back. Uh, again, another amazing program with a bunch of big time players. And uh, I mean, they, they got us. So, I mean, we, we there's nothing that we could have done uh, at the end of the game. Last buzzer goes off and it's like um, stomach dropped, like you're holding back tears. And it, it's just a, a sad moment because of the great things that we accomplished. You just never wanted it to end. You know what I'm saying? Like we were there and we're like, we never want this to end. We want to keep going and keep playing together. And then uh, that last buzzer really just ended it and we took our, our moment in the locker room and uh, I mean those my teammates and my coach like that's my family like we made it so far uh when people didn't really uh, expect us to so I mean it was just a it was a pretty tough moment after the game but after that we, we were able to uh, sit back and like see like really what we accomplished together which was good and then the finally the news comes that coach Holloway is leaving St. Peter's to go to Seen Hall and then you put your name in the transfer portal. Just, you know, how much was that just, you know, was that really connected in terms of you putting your name in the portal, the result of your, the head coach that recruited you to campus moving on to another job? Yeah, so, I mean, our coach is a great coach. Uh, he's done amazing things. He's helped all of us as players and, and people in general. Uh, so, I mean, by him leaving, it, it was kind of tough, but he deserves it. Like, he, he really he really did what he had to do, and he deserved to move on and go chase his dreams. So we all took that like, all right, like it's, it's time for us to, to go and find our own paths. And uh, I think that's what we all did. Uh, everyone that went to the transfer portal, that's what I did. I, I'm chasing my, my own goal. And uh, I mean, there, there's no there's no uh, any kind of hurt feelings or anything. It's all love between everybody. So, I mean, it's, it's all good stuff. Absolutely. You know, it's just time to, you know, sometimes things aren't left last meant aren't meant to last forever. So it's almost time to seek a new path. And that's exactly what you did. But I remember talking to you for an article saying that the day that you put your name in the portal, you were in class. And I think your phone blew up with like three missed calls, a bunch of text messages oh. from my head coach, Jared Grasso. Just, you know, what, what, what class were you in? And, you know, when you got to check your phone after class, just how much did that make an impression on you about Bryant? Yeah, so I was uh, I was in a social justice class, 
and uh, my phone is just nonstop vibrating. And I, I don't want to like be disrespectful and check my phone during class. So I just, I like ignored it. And then once I got out of class, I just see like random numbers, like messages on my phone, like three different random numbers. And then like another random number with a text message and uh, like three missed calls. And I'm looking at it and it's all like uh, Brian University assistant coach, assistant coach, head coach calls i'm like wow like i just it just got announced i was in the portal that morning so for them to really jump on it like and be like that aggressive with it was uh it was nice to see like that they really showed a lot of interest early and i mean uh it was kind of hard for me for other schools to recruit me as, as good as they did so i mean i felt like it was the best choice and i think you you officially committed on april 10th you came up on I think that saturday april 9th to take a uh, visit to the campus and one of the players uh, you got to meet was Peter Kiss, and you had a chance to walk around with him on campus. We know Peter was the uh, nation's leading scorer this past season. You certainly had your name out there in the news. Just what was it like walking around campus with Peter Kiss, knowing that, you know, he, he was the big man on campus. That's probably the best way to describe it. Right. Yeah, no, he's a, he's a great guy. I mean, uh, I watched some of his film uh, before I went there. Uh, as I was looking into Brian, I, I started watching some of their film, and uh, he, he plays so hard. And I, I think he's a, a great uh, person to look up to uh, in a sense, but uh, meeting him in person, he's a, he's a great guy. He's all, he's all smiles. Everybody around the campus loves him. Everybody's talking to him. He's engaging with everybody. I mean, it, it was just an amazing experience. And I think uh, by him taking, taking me around the campus was a, uh, it was just a, a plus. So. And I think it leaked out that you committed that night that you were on the Bryant campus. Uh yep. And then you officially, I think you posted Instagram and Twitter the next day. You know, how much was that just, how much were you prepared to maybe dive into more of the transfer portal process, have visits lined up? And how much did you, you know, come into Bryant, really, really affirm that you can, that's, this is the place I can see myself over the next couple of years. Yeah. So, uh, but like I said, from them, from them recruiting me on how, how good of a job they did and they're really super interested uh, that had a huge uh, impact on my decision. And then just going up to see the campus and actually seeing walking around it, it was like, so, it was really beautiful. Everybody there is just so nice and uh, respectful. And uh, even the people involved with the basketball program, they treated me like family already. So I just, you just got a feeling like you're walking around, you could see yourself walking around uh, as a, as a Brian Bulldog. So I just saw it and I, I took the opportunity and made my decision. And how much are you impressed by just some of the, your new teammates you'll be joining? Earl Timberlake, uh, former top 50 uh, recruit. Antoine Walker from URI started his career at Georgetown. You know, how much are you just impressed? Are you going to be joining a pretty impressive group here next year? Also joining Charles Pride, one of the better plays in NEC this past season. Yeah, I mean, they're all phenomenal players. Uh, I've, I saw, I was looking on Twitter, like around the time I committed, a lot of other uh, high-level players were committing. And I'm like, like, this is awesome. Like, bring them all like we have we have a, a great uh squad coming in but uh it's gonna take a lot of hard work and uh, a lot of chemistry building with each other to uh be be successful and i'm looking forward to doing that and the next day when you officially posted a social media that you had committed you were at yankee stadium you guys had a chance to think throughout the first pitch just what was that was that kind of like the final closure the final uh, putting the not the nail in the coffin, but just like wrapping everything up about what you guys achieved at St. Peter's this past season. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, Yankee Stadium, uh, thank them to, uh, for having us do that and uh, giving us a shout out and having everybody uh, cheer for us and really recognize what we did. But uh, yeah, no, it, we had a blast. We were all hanging out, having fun, uh, watching a game and uh, 
enjoying all the publicity we got at the game. A lot of people are saying congratulations and stuff. So we love all the support that we get. And uh, it, it was just a great time. Now, one of the perks of you individually having a great NCAA term run is that all of a sudden the NIL opportunities came rolling in. And I thought you gave me a great answer, Doug, when I asked you about them. You said, you know, you, so much credit goes to your teammates and your coaches for putting you in those positions to be successful. However, all of a sudden you're hearing from Barstool Sports, Buffalo Wild Wings. It's, it's got to be crazy. All of a sudden, what's it like when you maybe check your your direct mess your your messages on Instagram or whatever, and all of a sudden you see a message from Buffalo Wild Wings or Barstool Sports. Hey, we want to do something with you. What was that like? Yeah, no, it was crazy. I mean, the, those are really uh, high level companies right there, and uh, and the NIL stuff is just so new. So it's like you have you really don't know what's going on until you really like look search it and research and like have people explain things to you. But uh, seeing that was just amazing. I'm like, like this is crazy right now. I'm, all these companies want to want to collaborate with me. So, I mean, I found it, it was pretty cool. But again, like I said, uh, it, none of it would have been possible without my teammates, coaches and and everybody that was on part of that program. And the Dougie but, uh, Bucket sweatshirts have your now have your trademark mustache on them. Uh, when did you decide to grow the mustache? And like I think you told me in Arkle, you're not going to you know shave it off anytime soon. Yeah, no, I, I uh, it was really it started off as a joke. Like uh, like I said, we couldn't go get haircuts. Uh, because of COVID. So Matt Lee, the point guard on the team, uh, was my roommate along with Daryl Banks. But Matt Lee learned how to cut hair. He was he was the team barber. So he's cutting everybody's hair. And uh, my hair was looking crazy. My facial hair was looking crazy. So I was like, Matt, like we need a, I need a haircut, like please. And he he was like, yeah, for sure. So him and uh, my hair is a little different than my teammates' hairs. Uh, so it was a little challenging, but he he gave me a haircut. And then my facial hair, uh, they said to we started cutting it like one by one, so we cut like the sides of my face off, and we just left like a goatee. And we looked at it we're like, nah, like this is it's funny, but like nah. So we cut the chin hair off and just left the mustache, and uh, it was hilarious. I'm looking at myself in the mirror like, what is going on? And they said like it actually looked good, like it looked good enough to like leave it for like a day or two. So I left it as a day uh, for a day or two, like as a joke, and uh, I was trying to just make some people laugh, and and uh, people like. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. Uh, I thought it looked okay, but my teammates really, uh, they thought it looked amazing. So I just left it. But the, the crazy thing is when I, when I left my mustache, I started to play a little better. I started to make a little bit more shots. We started to win as a team. So I'm like, maybe the, the mustache has something to do with that. So I just left it for the, the remainder of the time. And then, I, of course, all the publicity it got, I have to keep it now. Absolutely. The stash is definitely coming to Smithfield. What are the some of the things you, uh, you know, in closing, you're looking to work on individually on your game during this offseason? You know, you, co you come in as a, you know, 41% shooter from three this past season. You know, I imagine maybe, you know, maybe work on a little more ball handling because, you know, you never know the ball might be in your hands a little bit more next year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm always looking to get better. I try to get better every single day. And uh, I feel like what I, I'm going to work on everything. I'm going to be shooting. Um, work on my dribbling and playmaking, getting a feel for the game uh, more. Um, defense is a huge thing. Guarding the ball, getting a little quicker, a little more athletic. Uh, rebounding. I mean, all of it. It's really a, a, a whole – I'm trying to upgrade my whole game, and I am glad to be working with Brian and uh, the, the great coaching staff there to help me improve my game individually so I can help us uh, as a team and do, do my job, basically. So – Whatever I can do is, is what I'm going to try to do to help us win. You'll be up on campus later this month. You know, I'm sure a lot of summer workouts on tap. 
Looking forward to seeing that this Brian student section is uh, wearing Dougie Buckets sweatshirts uh, the next year. Okay. That'll be uh, they start the student section certainly uh, you know help them uh, spur them on to the NEC championship as I'm sure you shall maybe watching some highlights uh, of uh, Brian sure. last season. For sure. Well, listen, Doug, appreciate the uh, the time, and uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the latest episode of Ocean State Sidelines. We'll be back with a new episode relatively soon. Until then, take care, everyone, and thank you. Thank you.